Reinvent yourself over and over and over and over and over until you find home. There's no timeline for the soul. Welcome to AMI Audiobook Review, the weekly podcast where we chat all things audiobooks. The quote from today's intro is by Malabo Safodi. This is the author of Misbehave, which I'm just looking into as I found this quote and as I look into this author and uh, I'm marveling over her work and everything that she explores. And the reason why I bring any of this up is because it is February of 2023 and we are recognizing Black History Month. So let's do that here on the show by celebrating black writers, recognizing black stories and exploring black identities and realities through Black History Month. I'm Ramia Amadin, the host of AMI Audiobook Review. I do not identify as a black person, but we will be creating and finding the space on this show today and in ourselves and in each other and around us and beyond us to learn. And as I hear so many of us say and identify with, to unlearn some of the things that we have learned in history. Now, history, of course, in my humble opinion, is a way for us to identify how important the language, the actions, the decisions we make today are and how much they reflect on the history. And it can be the history of you, the history of your country, the history of your ethnicity. And we want to kind of explore any and all of this, whatever we have time for today on the episode, recognize Black History Month through Book Talk. And we're checking in with one of my favorite people in the world, a wonderful friend of mine, Sadine Lowe, who's going to share her love and joy for reading books and picking up books by black authors and hearing the black stories and sometimes even identifying with what she's reading. And before we get to that, let's get to the CELA homepage as we usually do, we're taking a look at the featured titles on the homepage at celalibrary.ca, and this is given to us by the Center for Equitable Library Access. Into the Broken Lands by Tanya Huff. This fantasy title is the first one on the featured list. Spare by the Duke of Sussex by Prince Harry himself. This memoir is also up there. And Poster Girl by Veronica Roth, a science fiction novel, is the third and final featured title. Before we get into our uh, book talk with Sadine, let's check at one thing that's trending. Nisreen, what do you have for us? According to the Associated Press, Oprah Winfrey has chosen Susan Cain's Bittersweet as her new book club pick. Oprah Winfrey said in a statement, quote, Susan started a revolution a decade ago with her book Quiet about the power of being an introvert and her latest book is a revelation on how embracing sadness and heartache can lead you to the path of creativity, connection, and even love, end quote. Oprah Winfrey is a longtime admirer of Kane, whose other books include Quiet Power, The Secret Strengths of Introverts, and Quiet. Oprah cited uh, Quiet as one of the 40 books to read before the age of 40, and she featured Bittersweet last spring in her online publication, OprahDaily.com. And uh, she will be interviewing Kane on March 9th for an interactive book club meeting held via OprahDaily.com. 
I think Susan Cain is really excited about that. Oh, I bet. I mean, who wouldn't be? I think any kind of pick for Oprah's book club, if you were the author, if that title was yours, um, you would feel the, the kind of power behind the book club that Oprah Winfrey dedicates herself to. But then, of course, mm-hmm. you know, speaking of empowering black women, Oprah is literally the first name that comes to mind for me yes oh my gosh i mean she's in the media she is absolutely classy she is so brutally honest but also so tender and loving and i think that uh, she encompasses incredible characteristic in so many ways and brings us very very difficult conversations um, but does it in such a warm and honest and truthful way for us to take part in with her ness thank you Thank you. Nisreen Abdelmajid giving us our uh, trending for the episode, and she's our technical producer for the show. On today's episode, as I said, we're checking in with Sadine Lowe and celebrating Black History Month as well as recognizing Black writing. We're kicking it off with a pause or play on AMI Audiobook Review. You're listening to AMI Audiobook Review, the weekly podcast where we chat all things audiobooks, and we are getting into a pause or play to kick off this episode, the Black History Edition. Now, Black History Month includes a lot of great recommendations from our friends at CELA, the Center for Equitable Library Access. They have a Black History reading list, and the 2023 theme for Black History in general, not just through Sila, is ours to tell and represents an opportunity to learn more about the stories black communities in Canada have to tell about their histories, successes, sacrifices, and triumphs. So, as I was saying, the Sila team, our friends over there, have collected a number of newer additions to their black history reading list, and we're going to pause or play on one of these titles, and I'll bring in our guest and Nisreen for the pause or play, but uh, I will mention some others after this. So this title is The Other Mother by Rachel Harper. And to talk a little bit about the synopsis, Jenry Castillo is a musical prodigy raised by a single mother in Miami who arrives at Brown University on a scholarship, but also to learn more about his late father, Jasper Patterson, a famous ballet dancer who died tragically who died tragically when Jenry was two. On his search, he meets his estranged grandfather, a legendary professor of African-American history, who explodes his world with just one question. Why is Jenry so focused on Jasper? when it was Juliet who was Jenry's mother's lover. Juliet is the parent he should be looking for, his other mother. Cartwheeling between the past and the present to stitch together the web of secrecy binding this family together while keeping them apart, the other mother is a celebration of resilience and love, masterfully exploring the intersection of race, class and sexuality the role of biology in defining who belongs to whom and the complicated truth of what it means to be a family i personally love the synopsis now let's go around the table nisreen starting with you pause or play i would put pause it didn't really grab my attention so much um i felt like 
I heard a lot of the similar stories about this uh, book, so I'm going to say pause. Okay. That's pause in the moment for Nisreen. Sadine, over to you. Pause or play? I can't decide. I'm intrigued enough to want to hear a part of it. I don't know if it will keep my attention. Exactly. So momentarily a play. Hmm. Okay. To kind of like check out the first little bit, see if you're drawn in. Yeah. I was hesitant. Now I... Yeah, I mean, for me, it's definitely a play. The reason why is I think that there's a plot twist. It's mentioned here anyways. I'm not sure how much they'll explore that to start off the book. Um, But I'm curious on how Rachel Harper, this author, would bring together this book. Um, I'm getting the sense that there's going to be a lot of meeting family members, you know, going through and digging through the history of this person's identity, Jenry. Uh, And then also, I'm really curious about the grandfather. His character, for some reason, even though there's not much said around this uh, right now, but the historian bringing the history to life for this character, this main, the protagonist. I'm curious about that. So, I mean, if you're curious about it, you can check it out. The Other Mother by Rachel Harper, and it is available in human narration on celalibrary.ca. And as I promised, some other mentions of newer titles added to the Black History Reading List on CELA. Three others are Behind the Scenes or 30 Years a Slave and Four Years in the White House by Elizabeth Keckley. And Even When Your Voice Shakes, by Ruby Giaru Goka. The the last one that I'm going to mention is The First Black Archaeologist, A Life of John Wesley Gilbert by John W.I. Lee. And again, go to celalibrary.ca for all the above and more. So now we check in with an avid audiobook listener, an avid reader, and we're opening up the space to review, discuss, recommend, browse, conceptualize, and reminisce on audiobooks. We're continuing the celebration of black writers, recognition of black stories, and exploring black identities. And we're bringing in Sadine Lowe to take part in this conversation with us. Sadine, you're a returning guest on audiobook review so thank you for rejoining us my pleasure and i'm excited about uh talking books with you in general but especially with this conversation because we've had so much of it offline uh over the years that we've known each other you identify as a black woman sadine so do you remember any moment that you realized from your past or just significantly where you deeply understood the meaning of reading books by black authors or getting to know black stories in this way I think that's probably high school, moving to Canada from Jamaica. Um, I find that reading Black authors, I they related to my story more than other authors did. And I could see myself within the characters that I was reading and understood mm-hmm. their stories and circumstances a little bit better. The fundamental uh, you know, meaning of reading anything at all, right? Being able to identify yourself in it. Yes. Yeah, okay. So what books do you want to highlight? You have a ton for us, so let's see how much we can get through. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my favorite right off the bat is The Book of Negroes um, by Lauren Hill, which is in hot water right now all around the world. So when the book was originally written, uh, in Canada, it was released as The Book of Negroes. In the U.S., they didn't like the fact that Negroes was in it or the fact that he stole the name from... 
um, it's a different book called also the Book of Negroes that had three thousands name in it of Negroes who helped the British Army that relocated to Nova Scotia. So they didn't like mm. that he stole that name. Um, so they called the book uh, "Someone Knows My Name" in the U.S. In other countries, it is under a different name. In Quebec, it's under Amanata, which is the main character's name. So, like, yeah, hot water all around. However, I can tell, like, that took a a lot of hits. Okay, but it's at, nonetheless one of your favorites. One of my favorites. Um, it's very thick book. It's about five hundred pages. So it will take you a while to get through, but it's mm-hmm. absolutely worth the read. Um, you will cry, you will scream, you will go through all the emotions, but it's loosely based on a true story of a young girl named Aminata that was kidnapped from her village, uh, enslaved in the U.S., fought her freedom or bought her freedom by helping the British army um, during the Civil Revolution, came to Nova Scotia and eventually ended up back in Africa at the end. Um, so like it goes through her life story basically. It there is a sexual assault, emotional. It's psychological. It really does f with your head through the whole entire thing. Um, but I feel like it's a really good depiction of what like slavery was, and it really takes you to the transatlantic slave trade, and also touched mm. on those who wanted to go back to Africa at the end of that. So you started off by saying it's loosely based on a, a real story, yeah. but not necessarily. It is fiction, but I guess the parts of it to take away in terms of learning is the actualities of black history yes, and what people really did go through. Yes. And events that took place. Okay. Anything else you want to mention about Lawrence Hill and the Book of Negroes? He's really kind of like, I don't care what you have to say. I'm still going to do what I need to do. <laughs> in terms of his writing style? Uh, in terms of his writing style, people's opinion on the book, he's not really mm. budging on the name. However, as you know, when it's published different places, it has like the names can change. But yes. he is um, a black loyalist in Nova Scotia. So he is a Canadian author. Um, and he wrote a few others that... I've read so the black of the berry, the sweet, um, sweet juice. Uh, I don't know if you know the Jamaican saying the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Yes, but based on that, so his is the blacker blackberry sweet juice on being black and white in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. so that's also a very interesting read. But he's very much. I'm going to tell you my story. I don't really care how you digest it. Interesting. Do you watch him in interviews? Um, speak of things. Yes, but uh, mainly um, what I've read, how he's responded to particularly the Book of Negroes controversy Mm. right around the world. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. I I think that there when you touch a subject like black history, which is so broad strokes, like I'm, I'm being very vague right now. But just to say, when you touch any angle of it, any part of it, there is going to be controversy and resistance and frustration. And uh, for people who deliberately want to bring their truth out no matter what the consequences are it's difficult it is yeah it's difficult i am in full admiration um next book and all of these you're calling honorable mentions (laughs) (laughs) okay so the next one is the polished hoe by austin clark also (laughs) h-o-e yes h-o-e 
Anybody was wanting the clarification. Yep. So he's a Barbadian Canadian writer. He's won numerous awards. I've only read this book by him, but he has others. It's slightly a difficult read, but it follows um it follows a woman on a plantation trying to escape the plantation and in Jamaica it's sugar plantations where in the US it's cotton plantations but mm-hmm. it starts off with her like running through the plantations and like somebody's following her so it's like really creepy right off the start that's the intro okay that's the intro they literally start with her running through a sugar sugar field what a picture um mm-hmm. and because i grew up in jamaica when i picture it, i picture the cane fields behind my grandmother's house right and running through those cane fields in the pitch black of night yeah um yep. but she end up going to the us and it's like a murder was committed and she's trying to get her son out of the plantation as well. So again, a very depiction of like slavery and just following somebody's life on a plantation. Wow. Uh, so are there any uh, lighter points to this book? <laughs> um, it's a happy ending. Oh, okay. (laughs) But until then, uh, you're facing the difficulties. And hey, I want to ask you, how hard is it for you to pick up books that you know are going to be difficult reads, especially because it may hit home, like you're saying, that that introduction, that scenery of the field, or just you being able to identify as a black woman, which I'm not sure if you do in every book you pick up with a black woman protagonist, but you know. Um... I so a lot of the times I tend not to necessarily read the summaries um before I read the books like the book of negroes that one was actually presented to us in a reading club in high school so it was like kind of an assigned reading and it became one of my favorite books that I've read a couple of times uh and the polished hole was just a book that our high school librarian put in the library and he's like, Sadine, you might like this. <laughs> this one's for you. This one is for you. And to Salim Dad too. Exactly. Best librarian ever. Ever. Um so he's kind of the reason I've read a lot of the black books I've read. I know a lot mm-hmm. of the black authors that I've read. Um I I he didn't give me a budget, but I had a budget within the school library that I could order all the black authors that I wanted to read. Amazing. So the I Sedine section. Exactly. <laughs> I searched them up and that is why like if you go back to Churchill right now, there's still a whole entire section that ninety yes. percent of those books were bought because that too was kinda like, Here, what do you want to read? Exactly. And search them up and read. Talk about encouraging uh, reading in general, yep. but especially in this subject matter. Okay, so we discussed or are discussing the Polished Hoe by Austin Clark. What are some other books that are memorable to you? Okay, so leaving historical fiction and going over into romance. Um, for me, I read and still read quite a bit of erotica. Um, and those at the top of the list are Eric Jerome Dickey, Zane, um, the two that I've, I've read every single one of their books. But Eric Jerome Dickey, the Gideon series, my favorite. If you like um, not just romance and erotica, you like your spice in your book. But if you want to read about people killing each other, um, 
<laughs> what do you call this again? Guns and spice? Yes. It's guns. Is that and something spice. you coined? Because I I'd never heard that before you said it, but you've said it a lot. Yeah. Guns and spice. It, that's literally what what it is. It's it's guns and spice. So the first book is set in the United Kingdom, and if you read his backstory in interviews and articles, he's told people that each time he's writing one of these books, he goes on vacations in these spots. Oh, so good prep work, you know. So when he gets <laughs> it in the book, like he really is telling you about these places that he, these crimes are happening and the CTV camera. He includes everything. So wow. the first one is sleeping with strangers, um, and for that one, he is a serial killer, a hired killer, Gideon, that is, um, mm-hmm. meets a random woman on the airplane takes her back to his hotel room. They're having sex. He's leaving to go kill people. People are after him. He's almost dead under the bridge. Can't remember the, the name of the famous bridge in England in the book. He's almost dead there. This woman nurses him back to health. They go their separate ways. Um, the next one is set in Trinidad. The other one is set in Colombia. Allegedly, this man is really, really good at writing these sets. The one mm-hmm. in Trinidad is probably my favorite, but the Gideon series overall are anything Eric Jerome Dickey. His name said it all. It's Dickey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Definitely not going to comment on that. <laughs> um, but, but it's really interesting because even, I don't know if people have the tendency to think that when we talk black history when we talk black authors black books that we need to talk about some serious stuff you know like we need to get really deep about the conversation and put our head in it and be conscientious but I love how you're just you're like I love erotica and I love black erotica Um, that's just the basis so part of the conversation you and I were having off was that I was very offended when a person on TikTok said that the most spicy book they've ever read was a Colleen Hoover book oh (laughs) and we don't bash Colleen Hoover because we love her on the show but (laughs) that being said actually you love her too yeah I do I love Colleen Hoover so when they're like that's the spiciest book I've ever read and it's so spicy I'm like no it's not no (laughs) The person eventually sent me a message after because I commented in her, her comment section. I'm like, that is not spicy, right? That's like 50 shades of gray. If you want right. spice, please read this series and come back and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And she reads it and she goes, you're correct. Colleen isn't spicy. <laughs> Co- Colleen writes well in other aspects. She does. I love just the color and personality that comes out of some of the books that I've read by black authors and and that's not to say that this is exclusive to black author but just something you know hits you the the color uh we don't have much time left but I wanted to shout out The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett which is a book I read a couple of years ago and it's still the scenery the descriptions of not just people's um exterior but their interior based on their identity over the years coming to terms with being black or coming to terms with passing as a white person there's so much to explore in this book I cannot get into it but Britt Bennett does just a phenomenal job 
um, you know, two sisters who grow up in completely different lifestyles because one can pass as white and one decides not to. So their stories are told in linkage right they're there's they're told back and forth and you're going um visiting the one sister and the other and figuring out like oh my god how do they do this and they're twins but yet their lives are so different and it was just mind-blowing the exploration and i think that you know if i were to point to one book to say go read this or if i were to reread a book just to re encapsulate everything I learned from the first time I read it, it would be The Vanishing Half by Brit Bennett. So good. That sounds like a book I should be adding to my reading list. 100%, Sadine. Did I not make that clear? 100%. Sadine, <laughs> <laughs> it's always so fun talking to you. Honestly, thank you so much. And I'm sure you'll come back. There are too many books we need to talk about. Um, To end, I will do a very fast yeah. fire. People that you should be reading. Brenda Hampton. Don't know if I mentioned her already. My Sister the Serial Killer by Organ Burknett. The Children of Blood and Bones, please. Please go read it. Um, Elle Divine, the Jade series. Lola J, Addicted Child. And Happy with My Nappy was a children's book by Gina Jarrell. Amazing. All back on. You're so good. You're so good. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Until next time. Until next time, Sadine Lowe joining us on AMI Audiobook Review, and that's where we're wrapping up for this episode. Next time, we're checking in with Amir Khan. He's our audiobook worm, of course, and he's got tons of reading done this month, so we'll find out more. I'm Rami Amudin, host of the show with technical producer Nisreen Abdelmajid, and until next time, happy audiobook listening. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.